to On the Block with Stricken Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Yes, yes, yes. We're back on the block. Thank you once again for joining in. Me, I'm E. Strick, and that is my partner, Jake Bakovin. We are on the block with Strick and Bach, and we've been talking a little bit about Nebraska basketball, uh, the, the the transition of Abdomasian, how that would affect some of the recruiting class that is coming in. But now we're going to move on. We're going to talk a little bit about NFL football. We find that there's been a big trade that has occurred. It is not one that has occurred today. It is one that has has recently occurred uh, as of yesterday or, or Sunday over the weekend. Uh, Matt Ryan, who's a longtime Atlanta Falcon, been there for a lot of years. He's known for the debacle in the Super Bowl against the, the New England Patriots and the, the big lead that they had and absolutely just fell apart coming out of the second half. Some say it was woo all the craziness that went on with that, <laughs> some point shaving. I don't know what was going on. That just was a wild one. But nonetheless, Matty Ice finds himself now going to be a Colt. And how does this leave the Atlanta Falcons? And does this make the Colts a contender? Does this raise the bar for them? Or does he find himself as a Phillip Rivers type of situation where he's just kind of a stopgap? He's there for the ride, but he doesn't necessarily make an impact. And how do you view him? Uh, Bach, I want to ask you that question. I also want to ask on the text line at 402-464-5685. How do you view Matty Ice's career, and how does it measure up against not only some of the greats in the NFL as quarterbacks, or does it even match up right now uh, with the NFC and, 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 and the AFC, some of the quarterbacks that are there? Uh, so, Bach, how do, you, how do you view him? Do you view the Colts as a contender now, being that they've received Matty Ice? And, and also, how do you think he measures up against some of the better quarterbacks that are now still present in the NFL as well as those that have now moved on? Yeah, I, I think that he, he definitely makes them more of a contender. And I say that about every team that adds somebody in free agency. So I've, I've got to, have to go through and do a power ranking at some point. But uh, that's, what they, that's what they were missing. Obviously, Carson Wentz, it looked like to me – they didn't have a plan in place to replace Carson Wentz. And that's what I thought. Maybe it wasn't a good time to ship him off or ship him off, excuse me, to, to Washington um, because he's a solid quarterback. And I didn't know how they were going to go out and get somebody better. Apparently there, it wasn't a, it wasn't a big ask because it was just one draft pick over for, for Matt Ryan, uh, third rounder, I believe. Um, so it's a, you know, I think I, sometimes I see those deals and I just think, I wonder how much of how many people in the league knew that because I mean the Steelers uh, decided to already go with Trubisky and in in battle with uh, what they've got going on there. I mean there there's other teams that are coming to conclusions to me that aren't quite to Matt Ryan's level. Um, so you know if I was that's about as good of a deal as you can get. It's just one second third round draft pick. I think it was a third round draft pick um, for a quarterback of that quality. It's definitely worth a shot. It is I mean you know, he's 36 years old so he's kind of closer to the Philip Rivers 
Rivers type of scenario, then going to be a long-term plan there. Um, but he gives, that, that's what they were. They were a quarterback away. That's what they were frustrated with Carson Wentz is because they believed, I mean, they were all but lined up for the playoffs, and he blew it there at the last couple of weeks. Um, I think that he can do this thing. For what it's worth, Matt Ryan – uh, since his rookie year, it's the only year. Now he's had 13 straight years with 20-plus touchdowns. So the consistency mm-hmm. is going to be there. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if at this point in his career he's a top-10 quarterback, but I think he's top-15, and I don't think it's going to range too much from week to week. So uh, I like it for the Colts. I think it gives them an opportunity, and especially if you look in that division. Um, you know, I think he might be among the best in that division as well. Yeah, I think one of the areas, I mean, I, there's only really been also three – uh, years that he's only, he hasn't had more than double digit of interceptions as well. So uh, he's one of those guys that they call you know like a a, a, a rocket fire type of guy. He's going to try to squeeze it in. He's going to try to find a, a a hole in the defense. He's going to take a chance. Uh, he's one of those type of guys that is not especially fleet with his feet, but he can do it if he needs to. Needs to. Um, but he he's he's. He's going to throw, you know, some interceptions in the double digits. I mean, like I said, his best year that he had was 38 touchdowns with seven interceptions. He had a killer QBR that year, and that was 2016 at 117 QBR rate. Wow. I mean, I'm sorry, his rate was 117. His QBR was almost 80. He's an MVP so that, that year. He was the MVP that year and also the offensive player of the year. Uh, so uh, he made the Pro Bowl four years. Uh, he's got, he's got, I think he's solid. You know what I mean? I think if you give him some weapons, he's not the guy that's not like the Jimmy G type of guy who's just going to manage the game. He's actually going to take some shots. The issue with them, I think, is they just don't have the receivers that, you know, I envision for what he needs to be successful because he he's going to throw interceptions if he doesn't got guys like a Julio Jones who can create separation. If he doesn't have that, he's going to take chances and that's going to leave him you know, apropos for interceptions to happen. And so that's not what the Colts are looking for because they actually have a solid team. They're really looking for somebody to just manage it. I think the discussions, if they have those uh, b- between the head coach and the Q- Q- QB coach and, and the offensive coordinator is, listen, Matt, we don't need you to do anything spectacular. We just need you to move the ball. We need you to just make sound decisions. And we need you to just make sure you hold possessions for us to give our defense in our offense ch- uh, opportunities to score on each possession. Yeah, it's it's interesting too because he's I think he's the best quarterback in that division now. Uh, some would say Ryan Tannehill with the Titans, but I, I'd probably give him nah, Matt, Matt Ryan. The, I think he's a little bit better than yeah. yeah I think I give the nod. To yeah, Ryan. then then you're talking about Davis Mills and Trevor Lawrence, and Trevor Lawrence might project to be down the line, but he's not there yet. So um, they've got two. I mean, I, I think that the, especially within that division, their only competition is the Titans, and so I think that uh, that makes for a, what what should be a successful run and a good plan for the Colts to strike while the iron's hot. Try to get uh, into win now mode. Uh, let's uh, let's ask a Colts fan over here. Our producer Nate is ready to talk some Matty Ice. Too. That's right. I'm glad you guys uh, let me get in on this because as someone that follows the Colts very closely, has uh, my entire life. Look, this is the situation for the Colts. When Ryan Grigson was the general manager, obviously he was given Andrew Luck on a silver platter. He didn't build a defense, didn't build an offensive line. Andrew Luck inevitably ended up retiring at 29 years old, and then the team had been built. Then, when Chris Ballard took over as general manager, it had been built around Andrew Luck. Obviously, he leaves. You're stuck with Jacoby Brissett, and you just kind of have this coaching carousel. But if you look at the one year they had Phillip Rivers, I actually looked further into it and looked at the sack numbers. So his last year with the Chargers, he was sacked 34 times. 
when he played for the Colts, 19. The Colts' offensive line is built to protect Matt Ryan. I agree with you, Strick. I think that they have some issues at receiver. Michael Pittman was a 1,000-yard guy last year. I think he'll take an even further step up with Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, I think we all agree, is better than Carson Wentz. But the, the really interesting thing will be his connection with Frank Reich because Frank Reich stood up for Carson Wentz till the very end. He said, Carson Wentz is our quarterback. This is the guy that we're rolling with. Obviously, the Colts then trade a second and a third for Carson Wentz. They used that third-round pick that they used then to flip it for Matt Ryan. So I think the Colts were playing chess while everyone else was playing checkers at the end of the day. But if you're able to add Jarvis Landry to throw alongside Michael Pittman, and like you guys said, Matt Ryan is probably the best quarterback in that division, you win the division, see what happens. When they had Phillip Rivers, they won 11 games. Why would Matt Ryan not be able to win 11 games with the team? It's the exact same team minus maybe T.Y. Hilton, which T.Y. Hilton has had his injury issues in the past anyways. But this team is built to win now. And if you're the Colts, you just have to put a Band-Aid on this situation that's gotten somewhat catastrophic since Andrew Luck because say you do invest in Baker Mayfield, Jimmy Garoppolo, how is that an upgrade from Carson Wentz? It's not. You're stuck in the same situation that you are now. Put a Band-Aid on something, wait till you eventually find your quarterback of the future, and see if the guy can win now. Because Matt Ryan and the Colts, they're, they have the same goal right now. They're both here to win now. Matt Ryan, if you want to win a Super Bowl, your opportunities are running yeah. very slim, my friend. So I think this is a match made in heaven. I really think it's going to work out, and I hope for the Colts that it works out to the point that they, one, at least make the playoffs and get embarrassed by the Jaguars in Week 18, <laughs> and then, two, end up right. making a Super Bowl run. So I think it's a match made in heaven. I really think it's going to work out for both sides. I, I think also, too, that's a great that's a great point, Abe. I think also, too, when you really look at it, Matt Ryan, you know, just last year would not – anything crazy as far as receivers. I mean, they had Patterson. They obviously re-signed him. But I, I don't think there's anything crazy about what they had down there. And still, he almost threw for 4,000 yards. I mean, so that's solid. I mean, in the NFC, in the NFC, he is basically the top. He, he's, he's ranked 10th in his QBR rating which is not very good. In the NFL, as a whole, he's raked, I think, 18th. So, I mean, he's down there with Tua Tugavailoa and Ryan Tannehill, we just said he's better than in the division. But everybody else, even Carson Wentz, had a better QBR than him. So he's going to have to improve that in order for, I think, Indianapolis to have some type of success. He needs to raise that bar and get up towards – I think he needs to get into the top top 10 in his QBR just just – being solid, not doing anything crazy, but he gets into the top 10. He's going to make the Colts pretty solid if they can find a receiver combination out there. I think another point people haven't really talked about, too, is that the Falcons have one of the worst rosters in the NFL. The defense gives up 40 points a game, so Matt Ryan's put in terrible situations where he has to air it out to begin with. Like you said, strict to guys that should probably be working in car insurance. So at the end of the day, (laughs) if you throw Matt Ryan in a situation with a terrible offensive line and his best receiver is a running back, you're you're not putting him in a, a position to be successful. The Colts will put him in a position where he... If he scores 28 points a game, they will win. They will add another receiver. They still have Michael Pittman. They have the best running back in the NFL. If he hands it off 30 times a game, they'll score 28 points that way. I think he's put in a great position to win, and the Falcons were not doing him any favors. And that's been that's been where he's had his best success when they've had the running game that they had Absolutely. Yeah. down there in Atlanta. He's had he's had great success when that was the case. Um, unfortunately, man, we got to jump into a break. Um to get real quick, we are going to have a long segment with hitting the hardwood with Strick, but we do want to talk quickly about Jamal Crawford, Jay crossover, 
retiring as well as LeBron passing Karl Malone. And does that matter? To me, it doesn't in the GOAT debate, but some of y'all may think different. We'll be back right after this.